Welcome to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciple's journey with me as we walk through the book of Psalms for our second week. For this worship episode, I've got my partner in crime, Brother Terrell Boger. Terrell, good to see you today. Good to see you. And so we've been reading through the book of Psalms now for two weeks. We Mm -hmm. finish out uh, with Psalm 150 today. And uh, kind of what has come up in in this being probably your favorite book, the book of Psalms, uh, what's come up in in your reading this week? A lot of it is the direction of our worship, how we worship. Um, I always look at Psalm 150, all the different ways we worship, how everything can be used to worship. And one of my favorite things is, we see David, he just seems to be all over the place sometimes with his emotions. But what it always is, it's directed always towards God because um, how we worship really determines who we worship. And I think that's important that whenever we worship, it's directed in the right place. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, so when you look at uh, all the different, let's say the ways of worship, the, the methods, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, so... Do you looking at looking at Psalms? Do you kind of have in your mind a philosophy of what should be used in worship, what shouldn't be used? Uh, are there kind of boundaries or guidelines um, of hey, we don't need to step outside of this, or kind of kind of walk me through that as a worship leader? Maybe not to be too uh, dodging the question, but the first boundary is the Bible. Everything is biblically based. I mean, that's what I love about this church. We pray the Bible. We read the Bible, we preach the Bible, and we sing the Bible. Everything we do is within the lens of what does the Bible say. That's your, that's one of your mantras. Mm-hmm. And what I see in, in the Psalms is we see David going through a lot, and other psalm writers just going through intense pains and, and confusions and just troubles. And every time, where do they go first? They're going straight to God. And they're not afraid to tell God the hard things. That's what I love because some people, I hear them say, well, I, I can't tell God that. No, that's the one you need to tell this. God can handle it. I promise you. He created the universe. Yeah. He can handle our little tiny problems. <laughs> well, and that's been one thing we've talked about this week and, and last week is the honesty mm-hmm. that comes from the psalmist heart. Yes. Uh, and and I think we're afraid many times to be honest with God. I mean, what what do you think about that? Are we are, are do you see honesty from churches, especially in the songs that we sing, or? some. What I always love when people say, I can't tell that to God. Well, you already thought it, so he (laughs) He knows it. He already knows (laughs) it. (laughs) True. Yeah. But I think that's where a lot of healing and growth comes from, is from honesty. Especially if you're honest in the songs you're singing. Sometimes the hard things to sing are the things we need to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think of one of the songs you introduced me to, um, um, Jesus, Thank You. And there's some lines in it. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's heavy. That's hard. Or, though you slay me. Mm, mm. But when you sing those songs, through that pain, through that suffering, there's healing. Yeah. So one of the things that I see in the book of Psalms is it's not one person writing 150 psalms. It's not one style of psalm. Uh, it's it's really a compilation of different authors and, and different interpretations and meanings of what they're saying. Uh, And that kind of leads into if the book of Psalms is a scriptural song book, Mm -hmm. I think it's evident that we have different styles of worship than based on the book of Psalms. So when somebody comes to you 
and says, hey, I don't like the particular style mm-hmm. of this song that we've sung or, or, or even the song that we've done. I, I don't like the words or I don't like, like that. How do you answer that? Do, do you see the heart maybe coming from mm-hmm. a more sentimental or scriptural background? Uh, a lot of times it depends on the person. A lot of times I do hear that it's more of a sentimental these are the songs that I liked growing up. We need to go back to that. And it reminds me of a, I just read this book a couple of days ago. You recommended a book called um, Who Stole My Church? And the pastor in his conversation said, well, you may not like the changes that are going on. Maybe the older generation before you didn't like the changes you were implementing. So sometimes I do see it from sentimental. Uh, one of the first things I do when people bring that to me, I always ask, why didn't you like it? What was it about it? Was it the words? Was it the style of music? And I try to explain a lot of times the style of music we do here is because of who we have. Um, we have people that play this style of music. It's the easiest for them to learn. If I had some other people that play different styles, you know, within reason, we would try different styles. Because like you said, there's different um, types of people in this world that all worship the same God. The book of Psalms is very different. Um, but I try to, if there's a song that somebody pushes me against or pushes on me, I maybe sit down with the lyrics and go, well, look, this lyric comes from this scripture. This lyric comes from this scripture. Um, you know, and I, I try to, one, kind of understand, put myself in their shoes. Why didn't you like it? Was there a specific reason? And maybe it's a, well, you may not like it, but next time we sing the song, do me a favor. Look at the youth group. Because maybe it's a song that they showed me. Look at them worship. Isn't that great that this song is bringing them closer to God and everything in it is biblical? You know, mm. I made sure that mm. I don't bring anything that's not scripture. But look at the other yeah. generation worshiping. Isn't that great that yeah. younger people are being brought up in the word? That's 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 good. Is uh so just candidly, are there any songs that we do that you don't like? Yeah. And I won't say what they are. <laughs> and and we've I my, almost had it. Yeah, my wife and I had this conversation and she actually I tried to tell her, and I was like, honestly, there are, and I don't know what they are because, not to pump myself up, I've tried so many times to put myself in the shoes of, look at that person. I know their story because of this song, and it you know, brings me joy to see them worship. So take, taking what we've read through the, the, the book of Psalms, um, especially one of your favorites, Psalm 139, mm-hmm. where David cries out, you know, um, you anywhere I go, you're yeah. there. I, I, I love that, that yeah. declaration. If I ascend to the heavens, you're there. If yep. I make my bed and shield, you're there. Um, how, do the, how do the Psalms offer comfort to, to maybe our congregation, but even more important, to you personally uh, in, in the midst of trials? I, I mean, we did this last week, but I think of Psalm 3 when David cried out, my foes are coming around me. And he first thing he did was cry out to God. Um, to allude to the song we're about to sing uh, in a few minutes, I lift my eyes up to the hills. And one of um, my favorite verses in Psalms, as I've been reading this again this week, is Psalm 121.4. It says, Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Mm. That we've got a God that will not rest on Amen. us. And that's just amazing. Whatever we go through, God's there with us, and there's a reason we're going through it, but he is not going to leave our side. Amen. Amen. Well, speaking of that song, uh, you've got a song for us today. Tell us a little bit about it. Um, I can't remember when I first heard this song, but um, the bridge is actually from Psalm 121, 1 and 2. I lift my eyes up 
from, uh, excuse me, I lift my eyes up, my help comes from the Lord. And I think that's kind of, to me, the apex of the Psalms mm. is in our times of trouble, we always make sure that our eyes get lifted or our eyes go towards God and not to things of this world. And I just love, um, it quotes a lot of different Psalms about my foes are many and my refuge and strength always from Psalm 46. But um, this is becoming a, it's been a favorite song of mine for a while. So if you know it, um, we're going to jump right in and y'all sing along with us. My foes are many, they rise against me. I will not fear the war, I will not fear the storm, my help is on the way, my help is on the way. so much for that song you know yeah. this week and I, I shared earlier this week that uh, I was at the Southern Baptist Convention and 
gathering with twelve to 13,000 other messengers, mm. and ultimately over 18,000 people gathered wow. together in New Orleans. Uh, and, and one of the things that um, just became very apparent to me is we, we can easily become uh, overwhelmed, yeah. overwhelmed with internal strife and struggles. And, and I think that was part of what was experienced this week even. Uh, but overwhelmed with enemies coming against us on the outside. And, and yet, I love the line, and it's scriptural. It's you know Psalm 121, I lift my eyes up, yeah. my help comes from the Lord. And so what a great reminder. Thank you for that song, yeah. and thank you for, uh, from the book of Psalms, really, our study is that God is on his throne. That's the beauty uh, of the glory and the majesty of the God that we serve. Mm-hmm. So as we close out today, we've got this, hey, check this out moment. Uh, what's your resource for this week, brother? This is actually a book you gave me uh, last year, a couple years ago, called Does God Care How We Worship by Ligon Duncan. Short answer, yes, he does. <laughs> but some of the things I said today came from this book, um, that how we worship determines whom we worship. Uh, and the book of Psalms is a great example of God cares how we worship, that it's always directed towards him. And that's always honest. I think a lot of times, um, he says in the four, the basic problem of humanity is not atheism, it's idolatry. Because a lot of times our worship is directed in the wrong place. And that the first commandment was, there should be no other gods before him. So when we get that out of line, we all know how our lives can kind of get messed up. But I highly recommend this. It's a wonderful book. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for that, brother. Um, As uh, my... Hey, check this out moment. I just want to throw this out to you uh, because, uh, in fact, my dissertation uh, that I'm working on right now is from the book of Psalms. And it's Psalm 120 to 134 is the Songs of Ascent. I talked about it just a couple of days ago. And uh, uh, it's this picture of Israel crying out uh, of monotheistic worship, worship of Yahweh, uh, in the midst of a culture that is coming against them. And even Psalm 121, as we just sang, uh, is one of the songs of ascent. Well, so I tried to look through my uh, bibliography. I've got over 300 different resources in my bibliography right now. And so uh, really couldn't narrow it down, but I will say this. There's one book that has devotionally and uh, pastorally helped me, and it's Sidney Gradanus, uh, one of the greatest preachers. Uh, he wrote a book called Preaching Christ from the Psalms, and I would have to say, if you're uh, just you know, if you're a church member that loves studying preaching and uh, and 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 Christ in in the books of the Bible, that's a great book. If you're a pastor or preacher and you want help in seeing Christ from the book of Psalms, then that is the book that you desperately need. I do hope that by this time next year, the resource of the week that I can give you <laughs> will be my dissertation. So we'll yes. see how that goes. Uh, War in Worship. Uh, that's the title of that dissertation. But hey, as we close out today, just know that I love you. I'm praying for you. Terrell, any last words? Just like we saying, remember whatever problems we go, lift your eyes up to God. And that's where your strength is coming from. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, we love you. Praying for you and look forward to seeing you Sunday. God bless. Stakes in the ground.